Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, gerbils, cats, dogs. I don't know. Do you have a rabbit? You should. Why? Because they're cute. I don't know why it tickles me to open up every episode with like the fucking uh, entire San Diego Zoo. But uh, I don't know who you're sitting on the couch with or if you're in your car. Maybe you drive a Jetta like I do. Love my Jetta. Shout out to Volkswagen. Um, I don't know how you're feeling on this Wednesday tuning in. Maybe you're listening to this on a Friday. Maybe you had so much shit to do this week that you had to tune in late. I don't fucking know. All I know is I it's the beginning of Pisces season. And I don't hold a lot of clout into that. I don't, you know, I'm not one of those astrologers. I'm not charging my fucking crystals at a full moon because I believe that my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is the one who determines my destiny. And that's on God. Um, but it is going into Pisces season. Now, for those of y'all who don't know, my birthday is March. March 15th, the Ides of March. Beware of the Ides of March. Why? Because your girl's going to be on and popping. But I do feel, uh, I woke up with a new energy today. I woke up and I said, you know what? I feel like uh, things are going, in the words of Larry David, you know, um, God is good. We're doing the most, not the least. We literally are truly doing the most. When I say like doing the most, I mean, I, y'all, I started fucking exercising again. My inner vagina is so tight. And not like sexually, that it, nothing about this is sexual. I mean, just like my inner quads. Maybe I should have said quads instead of vagina. I don't know. It's all tight. It's all taut. We're getting there. You know, I'm just excited to feel uh, like I'm moving my body again. And truly, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, vanity wise, I'm not trying to get in shape because I don't recognize myself anymore. But honestly, I realize when I exercise, my anxiety is so much more chill. So, um, and Pisces season is all about me living my truth. I saw something online. Justin Bieber was apparently a Pisces. And this guy, this like meme maker was talking about how horrific Pisces are. I'm like, no, bitch, call me when you're a Taurus. <laughs> okay. Pisces, we're, we're chameleons. We're very uh, go with the flow. We're dreamers. We're usually the people, uh, if you look on the Forbes uh, richest list, most of the people are Pisces. I'm just saying I'm fantastic. Speaking of me being fantastic, you know your girls made it when there's a celebrity blog where a couple of hussies, you know what, actually, I don't even want to call them hussies because I use the, hus, the word hussy as a term of endearment. These fucking little baby back bone marrow bitches 
uh, are talking shit about your girl. I'm not even going to give the blog any, I don't know, what am I trying to say? I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what the blog's name is because I'm sure you can find it. But I went on there, but you know your girl's made it when people are talking shit. And I got excited. One of my friends told me, she said, uh, sent, sent me the link. She's like, oh my God, this is where I think your phone number was leaked. It's not up there, so don't worry. But, so, and I was like, God damn, I did a light Google. I never do a Google of myself because it's always the dumbest shit. And this one woman said, Jeff, I just don't get him. Ew. <laughs> I laughed out loud so hard. One, because go fuck yourself. Okay, I don't expect you to get Jeff because you don't put his penis inside of you. That's just for me, Claire, okay? You shouldn't get him. I don't go over to your house, look at your husband fucking Randy and say, "Mm, I don't get Randy. Nobody gets Randy. No one at his job gets him, but we all keep our mouths shut. The only person that I actively truly speak full shit on is Julianne Huff. And if I saw her, I'm waiting to get her into the studio so we can sit face to face only because I feel like she's bamboozling people. I don't like when people get taken advantage of. Do you know what I'm saying? I keep it raw. I keep it real. I I just try and be very transparent and honest with y'all. So I don't think at any point, I'm just, I'm an open book. But the funniest comment to me on this blog was just, ew, Jeff, I, I just don't get it. I don't expect you to get it, Claire. Shut the fuck up. And Jeff was like, Heather, don't even look at that. And honestly, it really made me laugh. I'm like, babe, we made it. We fucking made it. Dude, this is what you live for. But I got a little taste of it. It was humbling. One lady, (laughs) oh, fuck. Okay, absolutely not. Let's just discuss this for a second. A long time ago on the podcast, I said, I was interviewing my friend, Jamie Greenberg, and we have both gone through trauma. We've both lost a loved one. And I just want to say this today would have been my dad's 62nd birthday. So I think it's very appropriate to bring this up. One lady mentioned on the blog, she's like, "Uh, I guess on one of my podcast episodes, I had said, listen, I don't have tolerance for people who say I'm depressed, I have anxiety when their life's going perfect. We all have shit that's going on, but I, I, I basically meant it in the sense that call me when you've been through some shit. Like at the end of the day, we have to figure out a way to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and keep trekking. That is what I meant. Like call me when you have just lost a loved one and you're in the thick of it. Then let's have that conversation. Trust me, I deal with anxiety. Um, I've, I've had panic attacks on the road when things are going great. I do understand some of it. But some lady commented like, Heather isn't supportive of mental health. I literally want to find where this woman lives, pull out her azaleas, and then burn down the house. I was like, you little bitch. You didn't even, you don't even listen to the podcast. You even fucking get it. She's going off a hearsay of what Claire said. Anyways, I don't know why this should bother me. I know this is the beginning of a lot of stuff. I'll soon get paparazzi deep throat in a fucking pink's hot dog on the side of La Brea. And that's when you know your girls have made it, but absolutely not to these hoes. What are you doing? You're sitting at home. I'm not a keyboard warrior. You know, you have these hoes who sit and they tinkle tankle. I'm doing a little ASMR for you. They tinkle tankle on the damn ivory keyboard and they don't show their face. Like, bitch, come up to me at the Beverly Glen, not Beverly Glen, the Beverly Grove Mall. Is it the Beverly Grove? What the fuck is it called? The Beverly Center. The Beverly Center. The Beverly You're, Center. Are you thinking of the Beverly Center or the Grove? Okay. What is it? The Beverly Center? 
I like the Beverly Grove. I like how you took the Beverly Center <laughs> and the Grove and made your own destination. It's like Georgia. Everything is Peachtree and, and like you just get it. But in LA, I'm always like, guys, what am I? Am I at the fucking Beverly, Glen, Grove, Bel Air? Just somebody tell me where I need to be. Anyways, I don't know. Come up to me. Let's have a, let's, let's fucking fight. And then usually when people see how broad my shoulders are, they're like too fucking scared. If I was petite, if I was like a Kardashian and I was like really tiny and petite, whatever, I couldn't handle the shit talking. I went to Thailand. Did I do Muay Thai? No. Did I watch it? Yes. Do I feel like I know how to execute the moves? 110% doggy. So come at me. <laughs> I say this in some like psychopath, just fucking nunchucks me while I'm at like the Apple store. That's what's going to happen. Don't actually attack me. I asked for it on the fucking podcast. You know, when celebrities started doing that wrestling show, like, uh, you know, literally just celebrity boxing, maybe that's, I would fucking crush. But then they'd pair me up with something like Honey Boo Boo's mom and I'd be like, fuck, she's on meth. I did this a clean way. I didn't juice. I didn't roid. Fuck me. And I'd end up, you know, hurting my moneymaker. You know, I'm trying to get that glow up. And the biggest thing for me is starting with skincare and starting with that good, smooth, perfect palette. You know, Picasso couldn't paint a portrait. Did he do portraits? I don't know what he did. But Picasso couldn't start painting unless he had a clear base. And that's why I'm obsessed with the Milky Jelly Cleanser, which is one of Glossier's top-selling products, and this is why I'm obsessed. Like, when you think about, like, what is your dream face wash? Well, honey, it's a Milky Jelly Cleanser. I have been using this new mascara. I can never get it off the bottom of my lashes. And literally, you know when you wash your face 6,000 times, but the next morning you still wake up looking like Cruella DeVille slash, you know, Alice Cooper? I started using the Milky Jelly Cleanser, and and literally, it can get anything off your face while not drying out your face and stripping it of its wonderful natural oils. I like luxury. I like a cream gel formula that makes washing your face just an elevated experience. That's why I am truly obsessed with the Milky Jelly Cleanser. Here's the thing. My favorite part about it is its pH balance formula has a great blend for sensitive skin. Y'all know I have eczema. I have to be super careful about what I put around my eyes. This is my jam. It's also dermatologist tested, hypoallergenic, non-irritating, cruelty, and paraben-free. It's tough on impurities, but gentle on the eyes. Nothing is worse than when you have sensitive eyes. And y'all know I've got these bootleg eyelashes on right now. But guess what? The Milky Jelly Cleanser somehow keeping these bad boys on while helping me have smooth, moisturized, and that perfect, perfect palette to start my day. Anyways, here's the thing. You can learn more and get that glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting glossier.com backslash podcast backslash absolutely and Take the quiz to find out your ultimate Glossier skincare routine. Go on their website, take the quiz. They're going to tell you exactly the products that you need to use. Again, that's Glossier, G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R.com slash podcast slash absolutely. Remember, certain exclusions may apply. Go to Glossier.com and check them out. Honestly, you're going to love the product. I, I wouldn't stray you in the wrong direction. Glossier, that's what's up. Anyways, Okay, I don't want to sit here and y'all think, oh, Heather's reading the blog, she's worried. But I just, they made me tickled pink. But I did want to clear up the mental health thing. Get the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. Call me when your dad's died. Then you got a problem. Anyways, my father would be very proud of me. You know, I just feel like we we started this podcast, I mean, you know, less than a year ago. But I just had one of those moments. I We're coming into full-blown Pisces season. Dad, I hope you're looking down, laughing at me. Just being like, tell those hoes what's up. 
And for the 99.99% of you husties who are positive and live in your best life, I fucking love you, baby. And if you see me at the Beverly Glen Mall or Grove or Center, whatever the fuck it is, P to P, P to P, do a wink. Do like a cute wink. You know what I mean? Like, what up? Maybe let's have a code word. Okay, I got an idea. If you see me out in the streets and I know you listen to the podcast, what's our code word going to be? It's got to be something random. Like, you know, it's a, but it's also going to make it sound cool. Like, so if you see me at the Grove, you yell across the way instead of yelling, Heather, you're like, tiramisu, bitch. That's it. It's tiramisu, bitch. I love tiramisu. Tiramisu. But I, I, you know, I'm from Georgia. It's tiramisu. Tiramisu, just like, yo, tiramisu, bitch. If you, if you see me out in the streets and you say that, I want you to know that I see you. And I respect you and thank you for tuning into the podcast. I just think this podcast has been a fun, wild ride and it's really cathartic and it feels good just to have an open, honest, transparent conversation. And I'm always down for feedback. Y'all holler at me, sign my DMs. I mean, you fucking do it every day, but I like to giggle and I want to keep it positive. And even though it's called the Absolutely Not Podcast, the whole point is for us to fucking giggle about shit. Life is hard. My jeans are tight. You know, the armpits are moist. I'm over here trying not to sweat through my H&M sweater. We're all barely making it. Speaking of barely making it, guys, I got brain fog. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I did some light Googling, got on the Googler. Basically, my brain is not functioning at 100%. Michelle, my producer, and I were talking about it. And she said, what did you say earlier, Michelle, that if you walk into another room, it resets your brain? I read that if you walk through a doorway, it like resets your brain to a new destination. And that's why you forget shit when you go in a new room. Is this like time traveling? Are we in an alternate universe? I need to know what I need to be prepared for. I think about that all the time, actually. <laughs> I always Is any think, of this real? Is any of this real? Okay, this is going to sound really creepy. Have you ever been like doing your makeup in the mirror and then you just like slowly stare into the mirror and you look at yourself and you're like, who am I? Not Absolutely. as in like, who am I like philosophically, but there are days where I'm like, I am me. I am Heather McMahon. Nobody else is me. This is so fucking weird. It's, it's so weird. Do you want to know how to really unravel your morning? Yes. <laughs> when yes. you're looking yes. in the mirror, just stare directly into your own eyes for over 30 seconds. Your day is done. Fuck. Your That's kind of what I've been doing. The rest I, of the day. I looked at myself the other day and I was like, whoa. It's like nobody, a wormhole. It's a wormhole. I was like, nobody else is here. Nobody else is in my skin. This is me. I And like, I kind of have one of those things where your life flashes before your eyes. Yeah. Where all of my memories flash like from childhood. It was like a rapid, just like everything was just like rolling in front of me. And then I was like, oh, my eyebrows are wonky. Let me fix them. (laughs) (laughs) This is Pisces season, guys. We're in tune with our feelings. Remember, you can always come and talk to me about things. Don't try and fucking talk to a Taurus about it because she'll shoot you down. You're a Taurus, Michelle, aren't you? I'm a Taurus and I'll shoot you down. Yeah, I know you will. Yeah, I'm not here for the emotional talks. I know you're not. And I'm, I feel like I'm a giggle box and I don't think take things too seriously. But I do feel like I'm a great, I would have been a great therapist, plain and simple. I understand. I empathize. I sympathize. Both things. You know, I get why people act the way they do. And it's been a problem in my life where I've been too forgiving because I said, you know what? That girl was having a bad day. That's why she got on the blogs or she said I was fat or she said my eye fucking eyebrows are wonky or some woman was really upset about my eyelashes. The rudest thing you could say that your eyebrows are uneven. Well, one lady said, 
was so upset about my eyelashes. And I was like, you guys have to realize I Instagram story things in real time. Half the time I've just gotten out of the shower. I haven't brushed through them, right? I have extensions and I'm coming to you live like a wet dog. Unlike all the other fucking hoes out there who are filtering and shit, I'm laying down in my bed with six chins giving you real and raw. So Claire, if you're upset with that, meet me at the fucking Apple store at the Beverly Center. I still can't get it right. Jesus. I still can't. Meet me there, bitch. We'll wrestle at fucking Panera Bread. Again, I am actually not threatening. Here's the thing, because I'm a Pisces, I am such a, um, I'm a mediator. I'm like, guys, agree to disagree. It's not worth it. And I feel like nowadays, this is when I really should be taking a step back into passive land where I'm like, oh, let other people fight my fights. But for some reason, I just got, I'm revved up today. I'm like, maybe I'm going to be a new Pisces. I'm ready to fucking go. Grease knuckles up. You hear that? That's a slap. No, I'm kidding. I would never harm anyone. (laughs) We're going to have to cut this entire episode because I've just been giving out threats. (sighs) And Jeff, he's a big Italian dude. He wouldn't fight anybody ever. I mean, we're like two fucking softies. I'd be like, listen, girl, what's going on? Claire, what's up? Why'd you get on the keyboards? You upset? What are you upset about? Call me. All right, let's figure it out. I mean, fuck last week. We called back a girl who left a crazy message. I just get to the problem. You know what I mean? Let's, if you got a problem, let's talk it out. That's why I want to talk to Julianne Huff. Now, if you don't know my beef with Julianne Huff, she doesn't have any beef with me. I just have beef with her. Okay, here's the thing. I talked about this in Asia. Um, She had put up a video of her doing, if you've seen the Goop series, she, uh, on Netflix, she does this thing where, uh, and my girlfriend, Jackie Schimmel, who's on Dear Media, who is one of my dearest, Jackie and I have always talked about this, where we just, there's something about the bamboozlement of Julianne Huff. She is trying to run her own like pyramid scheme with Tony Robbins. Basically, Julianne Huff has been running a- uh, Exorcism? Exorcism. Right. She's been working with this spiritual healer. And then this video went viral that Jackie put up of her. It looks like she's getting a demon pulled out of her butt. Listen, spiritual warfare is a real thing. If you walk out of the house and you're not dressed with the breastplate of righteousness and the armor of God, the devil can get you. He can't. And I just, I commented on Jackie's thing and then it kind of went viral, like comments by celeb picked it up. I was like, y'all, the devil is coming out of her butthole. He is, he, I can see him. He's looking me dead in my eyes and they just like ran with it. It's like the Daily Mail picked it up, all this shit. Like Pop Sugar picked it up, I think. All these outlets. So I'm commenting on this, like this is some bullshit. Then the Netflix uh, goop show came out and there's a one-on-one episode where Julianne Huff talks to this healer and Gwyneth has a moment with it. And anyways, here's my thing. The overall thing is Julianne Huff is doing her Kinergy and she's on the road and she's fucking hanging out with Oprah. Is the Kinergy, that's her? Kinergy is her. So it's essentially like, and I have a friend who's working for it. And I texted my girlfriend. I'm not going to throw her under the bus. But I was like, girl, are you okay? Blink twice if you're, <laughs> you've been trapped or a demon's taken over your body. And she was like, no, it's just like a dance cardio kind of like oh, movement. Oh my God. So I thought it was Kimergy. And I thought this was like a Kim Kardashian summit <laughs> that Julianne Huff was How fucking out of touch in. are you, Michelle? I'm pretty out of touch. No, it's Kinergy. Kinergy. All right. I said this on Jackie Schimmel's podcast like two years ago, but I still stand steadfast next to this. The reason I have a problem with Julianne Huff too is she dyed her hair like a year ago. And I'm going to read you the exact, the exact post. I just saved this the other day because it was getting me fired up. Because I kind of had to check myself the other day. I was like, why am I so worked up by her? You know? Sometimes you got to look inward. 
Why no, you this? do. It's it's yeah. total introspective perspective, if you will. And listen, I want to sit down A to B. I think Jackie needs to be present too. Like we all need to work out our beef. Okay, I found this. So she put up, this is from February 14th, 2018. She just dyed her hair red. I have never for Valentine's Day. I have never felt more like me than I do right now. Exclamation. I've always felt like a redhead my whole life, even to the point that I've thought my future daughter would 100% be a redhead. I've seriously talked about doing this for six years. Ask anyone who knows me. (laughs) And now I'm on this new journey, exploring and finding out who I truly am. I said, screw it. I feel more feminine and alive and I love it. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not a mean girl. You know, I'm not. I don't have a bitchy bone in my body. This is absolutely not podcast, but it's really just a, a way for me to get tickled pink and a giggle at my own dumb shit. But that right there, I can't. What do you think about that, Michelle? That's one of the more punchable phrases or whatever captions I've ever read. I even thought my future daughter would be a redhead. That's not how that works. You know what she should have done? It should have been like hashtag you know, gingers support gingers. And then she should have had a GoFundMe link to all the, you know, the ginger society. My mom's a redhead. You know what I mean? Like my mom would like some representation in this. I kind of can't. I can't. So you having an Ed Sheeran baby? Like what the fuck are you talking about? But again, I'm being open and honest. I'm not a keyboard warrior. She knows who I am. We can chat about it. And I'm not trying to start beef. I just want to talk to her. Like I literally, is this bad that I'm saying this? No. I just want to be like, girl, A to B, P to P. What's the deal, girl? I think that everyone's confused by it, but you're voicing the thoughts of the people. But I get nervous. I do, honestly. Like, you live in this world. And, but I, here's the thing. I'm going to back it up. I, I, I'm i voicing it, but I just kind of want to have this, like, conversation. Like, t- riddle me this. Prove me wrong. Let's chat about it. Let's have an honest conversation. But that that redhead, that's when I really got triggered. So we're going to get to the voicemails. I love you guys. Remember, this is the absolutely not podcast, but absolutely yes to just being fucking honest and real and raw and telling your haters what's up. But also, thanks for letting me know I made it. <laughs> that's what's up. Anywho, all right, let's get to some voicemails. We're going to get into it. Um, I know we've we've had a lot of people beeping down the absolutely not line. When you want to call into the absolutely not line, just call 800-213-7503. Again, it's 800-213-7503. It's a safe space to air your grievances and also keep it positive. Um, I just love doing this radio voice. I'm really just working on my vocals today. I mean, how good is this? Welcome to the absolutely not line. Maybe I should fucking record the voicemail, Michelle. Honestly, people <laughs> hate me, apparently. All right, we're going to get into the voicemails. I want to hear what's, what have y'all been up to? Y'all know what I've been up to. My dad's still dead and I'm um, working on my fitness. That's what's up. Let's keep it rolling. Cheerful. <laughs> Hi, Heather. It's Ashley from Houston, Texas. I was just calling to give you my absolutely not for the day. Um, I have one every day, but I'm calling about this one because it's it's a doozy and I would really appreciate your feedback. So I have an absolutely not to adult parents on dating apps. Um, my parents got divorced a couple years ago and their therapists are telling them that it's okay to contact their adult children to talk about their sex lives. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I've got a dad dating a girl named America who's trying to steal my non-existent trust fund. And my mom's <laughs> fat shaming me because she lost all this divorce weight. And now it, my jeans are too big for her. She's going into my closet, trying on my jeans and sending me passive aggressive comments saying like, <laughs> they're too big. And I just, 
I just really need a lot of help in this situation. Um, Besides, you know, guzzling back an entire bottle of wine (laughs) in one of those cheesy wine glasses from Home Goods that's like, you can only have one glass a day. Right. Anywho, um, really looking forward to seeing your show in San Antonio on June 26th. I cannot wait. I'm bringing my husband. We listen to your podcast every single week. We are so excited. Really appreciating your feedback on this subject. And, you know, I'm ready to see if anyone else is struggling with their parents swiping left on the Tinder. Yes. All right. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Love and light. Bye. Love and light, baby. Oh, my God. Ashley from Houston. That is the kind of voicemail I'm looking for, baby. I mean, she's punchy. She's got, she's got, I mean, we got things to discuss, you know? Wow. All right. Here's the deal. I told you this before. My mom got back on the Bumbles. All right. Now, I, I talk about this in my stand up. And if you come see the shows, we, we really do a deep dive into it. It's fucking terrifying. Now, Ashley, you said that your parents are divorced. So they're both probably, I mean, I'm sure they've probably run into each other on the, on the apps. My mom's in an interesting situation because my dad is six feet under. Um, you know, she, she lost the love of her life. So she's kind of out out there figuring out what she wants to do next. Doesn't necessarily want to get married, but definitely wants to go on some dates and have a good time. But it is so fucking bad out there. It, I mean, she's been in all of them and, and I prefer Bumble out of the most, but it's fucking bad. Now I'm curious, Ashley, have your parents run into each other on the apps? You know what I mean? And I don't blame you. Like the thought of my mom actually going on a date, no matter how nice a guy is, I'd be a fucking sociopath. I will be sitting you know, they'll probably go to like a Houston's because I know everybody that works at all the Houston's or Hillstone restaurants. So, you know, I've got backup, but I'd be sitting in a booth fucking woofing down dirty martinis, just breathing heavy, like, <sighs> you know, breathing heavy. So the guy hears me breathe, but maybe doesn't know that I'm connected to my mom. It's a dipsy doozy. I mean, and you listen, your parents are trying to reinvent themselves. My godmother's just got divorced and she's out there. She's hornier than ever. She's hitting the you know, on all the dating apps, like a new woman. So you got to give yourself, you got to give your parents a little grace because they were locked in a relationship and now they're trying to reinvent themselves. Listen, your mom's losing weight. Great. Have her please call into the podcast and tell me what the fuck's wrong with me. Cause I'm starving over here. Your girl's hungry and she's doing the most, but nothing's moving on the scale. Regardless, I love a backhanded compliment from a mom. You know what my mom always does? We'll go shopping and we'll be in a, you know, we'll be at like Banana Republic and we'll be in the dressing room. And my mom goes, Heather, I put a bunch of extra lodges. There's no way these are going to fit. They look like fucking Oma the tent maker made them. But I'm just going to see. Just try it on. And she's like, oh, 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 it fit. Oh, it's actually tight. Oh my God. All right. Well, you need to lay off the booze, the vodka. And you're like, mom, I didn't need you here for this color commentary of why the fucking Banana Republic doesn't fit. Side note, I have a Banana Republic credit card. Absolutely not to Banana fucking Republic. They have changed their sizing. I went in the other, in there the other day. I couldn't fit into a size 14 wrap dress. It was so fucking tight in the titties. I know I'm at my emergency weight, but it was so fucking tight. I said, this is bullshit. I came out of the dressing room fuming. I said, listen, I've always, even at my heaviest, been able to fit into a size 14. I couldn't get the wrap dress to even cover half an areola. I don't know who's doing their sizing, but banana, hear me and hear me raw. Whoever is redoing your designs, your sizing, we need to have a conversation. P to P, peer to peer, pussy to pussy. Your shit's not fitting me and I'm very upset about it. And that leaves enough space for my mom to uh, tell me what's wrong with my life. Oh God, I don't know what to do with parents dating again. Like, I think I'm ready for it. And, you know, it's my dad's birthday. And I think like, okay, would my dad want my mom to be with somebody? I know that he would want her to be happy, but 
You're I, never ready. You're never ready. It doesn't matter. And it gets worse. Like if a man, and like, and I just think everybody has the worst intentions. I was actually, I'm helping my buddy who's super single. I'm helping him um, with a couple of my single girlfriends and I was sending him screenshots of some of my beautiful girlfriends. I was giving a little bio about everybody. Like, for example, okay, anonymous, but let's just say like, Kimberly, she's 28. She has a kid. She works in finance. Da, da, da. Like I was giving him a little bio and he's like, Heather, I fucking love this. Thank you for helping me out. And um, I, we were joking back and forth and he's, you know, one of the straight guy friends I have in my life. And he was like, I said, honestly, if I was fucking single tomorrow and a man had to go look on my Instagram to vet me to see if I was worthy to date, I'd be single till the day Jesus returned. I'm a nut job on the internet. I'm a nut job on this podcast. And my buddy Tommy was laughing. He was like, <laughs> he's like, honestly, if he's like, if you had to do a quick scroll through the shit that I put up on Instagram, Lord, if you hear me, dad, if you hear this, please don't let Jeff get hit by a bus anytime soon because I will be fucked. I will be royally fucked. And Claire, who you said, you don't get Jeff. He's a fucking great guy. And you know what? My dead dad was a great guy. And furthermore, if anybody's fucking listening to this and you're even thinking about asking my mom out on a date, meet me at the Beverly Center. <laughs> meet me at the Apple Store at the Beverly Center. Bring your fucking Muay Thai shoes. I don't know if they wear shoes in Muay Thai, but bring your fucking nunchucks and you have to fight me. And if you win, then you can go on a date with my mom. Again, please don't try and fight me. But if you're like a 75-year-old man and you're down to clown and you actually show up, I might let you take my mom to Hillstone. Wow, good really, vetting system. Good vetting system. Yeah. Uh, listen, I actually, I don't know what the advice is there. Listen, take all your mom's passive aggressive comments with a grain of salt. She's trying to do her. You know, she probably felt put down by your dad for years. So just let her have her moment. Keep drinking your wine, honey. I I, I can't wait to see it at the San Antonio show. Side note, we added extra shows to San Antonio. We added an extra show to Austin and Los Angeles, D.C., We've added shows. Go to HeatherOnTour.com. It is going to be so lit. And I have some major surprises on this leg of the tour. If you have not bought tickets, bought tickets for all your friends. It's going to be so much friggin' fun. We're playing smaller venues on the last leg and we're, we're going big and we're going home and there's going to be a lot of surprise guests and it is going to be a laugh a fucking minute. And I hope some of these keyboard warrior clairs come out and we'll fucking hash it out. We'll do it there. Let's go, doggy. Let's hit the next voicemail. I'm fucking on one today. You are. I'm loving it. Hey there, Heather. I'm Christine. I'm calling from El Paso, Texas. I was just listening to your podcast. Um, and little Abby in Columbus <laughs> decided to give El Paso a bad rap. She probably didn't even do a whole lot here. So Ooh. I just want to say, Heather McMahon, you are welcome to come to El Paso. Fuck yeah. My sister and I will show you around. You will have a fantastic time. This woman's out of breath. Be sober at all. And yeah, so if you come to El Paso or you're coming through, I like how she's like, you don't have to be sober ever during the weekend. Yeah. Bring it on. We'll yeah, girl. Margaritas. We'll get you all the Mexican food. We'll get you all the goodness. So yeah, absolutely not. Abby from Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was this girl's name? Did we catch it? I never remember. I know. Okay. Christine, Christine. Fuck yeah. Now we're doing turf wars. You thought we were just fighting at the Apple store at the Beverly Center? Fuck no, doggy. We're taking this street war to El Paso. So Abby, you better show up because Christine's ready to brawl. I'm starting a female fight club. Oh my God. All right, here's the deal. I love 
This takes me back to when I was on tour and I started talking shit about Baltimore. You guys, it's fucking jokes. We're giggling. When I rolled into Baltimore, everybody who lived in Baltimore was like, hey, welcome to Baltimore. Side note, don't leave your hotel. Like people literally warned me. They were like, do not leave. It's fucking terrifying. I left my hotel and I did confirm Baltimore is terrifying. I know there are great places in Baltimore. It's now just like an inside running joke with my friends and my fans. Like, uh, Baltimore. I'm fucking making jokes, guys. Baltimore, you're lovely people. I had a great time at the show. Did have a panic attack before the show, but that's a personal problem. But like, you guys, it's a joke. Some lady from Baltimore got so fucking bent out of shape. She's like, you don't even fucking get it. And I scrolled up to like some of her earlier messages and she had been fucking talking shit about Baltimore. And I said, Leslie, it's a fucking joke. We're having a good time. I had a great show there. I'm literally giggling. We're LOLing. So I love a turf war. I love when people actually get so fucking upset about like where they're from. Baltimore's a fucking tough place, guys. It is. El Paso, I haven't been there. Let me judge it. I feel like it's going to be better than Baltimore, though. <laughs> I have friends who are from El Paso. They went to Ole Miss with me. Shout out to John Norris and Christina Norris, and they fucking love it. They're like, it's beautiful. There's big ranches there. The El Paso Country Club is fucking thriving. And listen, Christine, I can't wait to come to El Paso. It's not on the tour route right now, but we are going to be adding some more stuff to the fall. But I'd love to have a margarita. Give me a taco. I am a little concerned that it does seem like you might RHB uh, give me the date rape drug because you did say you don't have to be sober the whole time. I would like to be semi-sober to remember my time in El Paso. So please don't uh, roofie me. But let's see if we can start a turf war between... El Paso and Baltimore. We should do a poll. I don't know how we'll do it. Maybe we can do it on the Instagrams. Let's see. Let's take a rating. Do we think Baltimore's worse or El Paso's worse? In all fairness, I haven't been to El Paso and I'm looking right into the camera right now. Haven't been there. But Baltimore and El Paso, y'all fucking go at it. Let's hit the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. This is Jessica from Nashville, Tennessee, um, traveling through Philadelphia Airport, and I'm calling in with an absolutely not. I am personally triggered and offended <laughs> because the man next to me decided to take out his nail clippers no. and start clipping his nail uh-uh. in front of everyone with his nail shards flying everywhere. It's disgusting. Are you fucking kidding me? That is the rudest thing. Clipping your nails in public should not be a thing. Absolutely friggin' not. Get a mani pet. They have the places at the fucking airport. I know it's like $65 for a light buff and shine on your nails, but don't clip your fucking nails. That happened to me once. Lady clipped her nails and then she threw them on the floor and I went ape shit. This is before passenger shaming. This was like eight years ago. And I went ape shit and the flight attendant brought me a drink because she said, thank you. Thank you for sticking up for us. You know what? It's just, it's etiquette. Don't act like a horse's ass. You're a grown ass man. And I bet you're doing that commute between Baltimore and El Paso, running your Fortune 500 company, and you have the audacity to clip your fucking nails next to one of my listeners. Meet us at the Beverly Center. Let's fucking go, Docky. <laughs> the, the name of the episode is going to be Meet Me at the Beverly Center. All right, next voicemail. It's just fucking gross. Like, don't be an asshole. It's a health hazard. It's a health hazard. You know, there's recycled air in an airplane, but now I got to breathe in your fucking dead nails. We're already breathing in farts. Now we got to breathe in nails. You know what's wild to me? That people actually fart on an airplane. Well, you have to. It's actually the best place to fart because you can fart undetected on an airplane. No, 
How? Because it's so loud and it's already shaking. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm not kidding. It's already shaking, Michelle? (laughs) What the fuck happens to your body when you pass gas? I don't mess around. (laughs) (laughs) It's already loud and it's already shaking. I don't know what kind of... Proctologist, <laughs> you need to see, but that's insane. You know what I'm talking about? That's I don't, Michelle. I'm not doing ass rippers. <laughs> wow. Same, I promise. I promise. Wow, Michelle. Wow. Your your colon truth just came out. <laughs> and the plane's already shaking. That's so funny. <laughs> this bitch is so stupid. How she got hired here, I'll never know. No, I'm kidding. I love you, Michelle. Meet her at the Beverly Center. Should I maybe like pick up a side job of doing voiceovers for WWE? Let's try one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday Night Raw. That is so good. They all have names like Texas Thunder or like, I don't know. Coming up to the ring, HPV Heather. (laughs) I make so many HPV jokes because I don't have it. Everyone has it. Everyone has it. I know it's dormant in my body, but I actually, it hasn't come to a head yet. Like I don't know a single one of my girlfriends, married, single, any of them who don't have it. Oh yeah. My mom has girlfriends her age who are are like now getting it. It's trendy at this point. Yeah, it really is. But I make the joke, but I'm like, it just hasn't come out yet. Knock on wood. You know, I want everybody to be safe, but I got the Gardasil shot. That's my other thing. If Jeff gets hit by a bus tomorrow, I, I would trust no one. To like sleep with anybody. I, I would need a full fucking blood sample. I'd need a stool sample. I'd need to call your mother first. I just don't trust anyone. I completely agree. Under the age of like 27, one in three people has herpes. Herp? One in three. The herp alert? One in three. Meet us at the Beverly Center. Wow. I mean, fuck. One in three, you said? One in three. Guard your loins. Gerd. Gerd. Fuck. I said this on Instagram and somebody got so upset. They're like, it's Gerd. I feel like Gerd works too, though. But see, I have Gerd, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease, Mm. which is acid reflux. So that's why I don't go for Gerd. I go more for Gerd. But I feel like it should be guarding your loins. Like, watch your penis. Yeah. What is the word Gerd? Google what Gerd means. Okay. Gerd. What? Oh. Okay. Oh. G-I-R-D. Really specific. Gird, verb, encircle a person or part of the body with a belt or band. Example, a young man was to be girded with the belt of knighthood. Oh, okay. Too complicated. That's too old school. As far as I'm concerned, guard your loins. Yeah, guys, that's the biggest thing. Okay, going back to Ashley's voicemail from Houston. Warn your mom and dad about getting back out and dating. I'm not even kidding you. My mom has a friend who is in her late 60s. She started dating this guy. She met him on like... It was, it was something like armenianpeoplemeet.net. Like literally, it's like a very mad specific. I mean, for any ethnicity, any race, like there's this very specific, um, you know, it's like methodistmeet.com. Mm-hmm. She met this guy. He'd never been married. They've been dating. She got two STDs from him and she is a 65-year-old woman. She got gonorrhea, which I guess you can take a you know prescription for. And she got the HPVs. Two from a grown man. You're never thinking about people. I mean, I know that there's that um, retirement community down in Florida. What is it? Oh, fuck. Sun Valley or one of those where they have the highest rate of STDs because when you get, you know. Well, at that point, you, you just give a, you don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. Who you're cares? like, whatever. Whatever, yeah. And I don't think 65 is an old age, you know, I mean, but you're just like, you don't care. I think they just don't think it's going to hit them. Yeah. But you got to guard your loins. Okay, let's hit the next voicemail. Really covering a lot today. We are. Heather, it's your girl. Danielle from Ooh. Grand Rapids. Oh. Okay, I just had to get up at my desk from work and place this call to you because I 
just witnessed an absolutely fucking knot in the workplace. Okay, so I'm sitting there doing my work, and I get an inbound call from an employee, and I'm going to keep it, like, real brief, real, real brief, okay? And, and the employee proceeds to tell me, my brother-in-law passed away. You need to send flowers to the funeral home. And then... What? So, like... Huh? Give me all the information on the service and things. I mean, am I off base? Like, <laughs> this is great. Homie, like, what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know the protocol, I guess, but like, isn't that more like a gesture that the company would decide to do? Yeah, you, yeah. Like, tell them to do? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, what the? Absolutely not. For me, I don't know. I, I want your thoughts and opinions. Yeah, I'm here for okay. this. Okay. Thanks. Danielle, this is so great. Also, we got a second voicemail from Danielle just because she really wants to reiterate how she's feeling. If we can play that a little bit one more time. Heather, it's Danielle. I'm calling back again. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean to like be insensitive about death or anything. You're not. That's how like this is. That's not what I'm saying. Like, I'm sorry. You know, you lost a loved one and so on. But like, I just would never dream of requesting like, a gesture from That's my company weird. or something like that. That is the funniest shit ever. Okay, so just a, just a little backstory. We heard the second voicemail first and it was like, hey, I'm not trying to be insensitive about dead people. And I was like, oh, we got to fucking listen to this voicemail. Okay, Danielle, 100% on board with you. I think this is a very appropriate voicemail on the eve of my dead father's birthday. Not the eve, his actual birthday. Oh my God, absolutely. That's fucking weird. I would never reach out to like my friends and be like, hey guys, this is where you send flowers. No, that's weird. Danielle, you have every right to be like sitting in the fucking break room. Like, what the fuck? So th this poor woman, her brother-in-law, you said died. And she called you to say, this is where you send flowers. I, I honestly, I think everything around death is so fucking funny. There is the shadiest. People really do weird shit when someone's died. If they haven't ever experienced it, they say the most horrific things because they don't know what someone's going through. And if they have gone through it, it's just... Here, here's the thing. You do have to give this this woman grace because she is probably not working with a full deck, emotionally charged, but that is pretty wild. Hi, so just so you know, you've probably never met the guy, but this is where you send flowers to. It is a little odd, like having those kind of requests. The only thing I asked anybody to do at my dad's funeral was bring me a Xanax and a Diet Coke. That was it. That was literally it. I mean, that's so funny. What do you think, Michelle? Am I off basis here? That's weird as fuck. It's weird as fuck. Also, like, I need more backstory. Did he work for the company? Right. Or like, right. Yeah. Or was it just like, he, you know, I mean, God forbid something were to happen to like my sister's future husband, I wouldn't be like, hey, Michelle, I need flowers. <laughs> like, you don't dear request media it. branded flowers. Yeah, I need yeah. some Dear Media branded fucking flowers. What? Yeah, it's a little weird. But people do do weird shit. People do death. weird shit. Listen, give her grace. Go ahead and send it. I agree with you that that's fucking awkward. Oh my God. I had the craziest shit happen around and I, I don't want to give this away. If you come out to the farewell tour, I talk so much about what happened at my dad's funeral and it's funny as fucking shit and it's all true. But really death makes people do just some crazy fucking funny weird ass bullshit. 
Like you just are not working with the full deck. And I say that literally lovingly. Like, you know, you got the brain fogs. I got the brain fogs. I don't know where I am half the time these days. I have so much on my fucking plate. I'm, I'm ADHD, but that's fine. But usually when you're at ADHD, you're pretty good at balancing a bunch of things because you can zip from one thing to the other. I, I just don't even know what my middle name is these days. Oh, wait, it's Kyle, the name of my dead father. <laughs> WWE Raw. Is it really? It is. Heather I love Kyle. that. I really want a daughter, but I just feel like the way my body's built, I'm born to have a small army hockey team. Yeah, I could see that for you. I can't you know? see you, like no slight to you, I can't see you being a girl mom. I can't, I, I, and I really- I feel like you'd just be like, get your shit together. <laughs> no, stop crying. This is ridiculous. Did, did you see the Judy Garland movie, Judy? No. Okay, well, it, Renee Zellweger, she won, um, she won actually the Oscar for it and yeah. it was so well-deserved. But Julie, or Judy Garland is Liza Minnelli's mother. And I so resonated with that. I was like, this is my fucking mom. <laughs> like Judy, and I'm Liza. And that's why I'm singing and dancing in the streets, fighting people at the Beverly Center. Ha <laughs> ha, razzmatazz. Like I am, my mother is Judy Garland and I am Liza. And I just, it all makes sense. Heather and Robin, Judy and Liza. I love that for you guys. Um, I have a, this theory, you know, I think because I will be a boy mom and maybe I'm just like, you know, throwing spaghetti against the wall, seeing what sticks. Jeff really wants girls. He lo- he wants to be a girl dad. And I'm, I'm so here for it. Again, whatever God blesses me with, I'm here for. But I hate sports. So I think that's what's going to happen is I'm going to have these boys who are really sports heavy and become professional sports players. And I got to be fucking invested. I'll be at like hockey games, smoking a cigarette, a la yeah. Tanya Harding's mom. And I'm going to have a big... For, well, I would have a real fur on, but apparently, you know, by this time I'm going to have to have a faux fur. And it's going to be me smoking cigs, eating, you know, Jimmy John sandwiches, just being like, all right, 10 more wind sprints. I don't know. <laughs> but in my life, I would love a daughter. I mean, I would love it. But oh, but my theory is that I'm going to have three boys and I'll have one boy who would be gay as the day is long. And he will, it will have that Judy Liza relationship, right? Because it passes down a generation yeah. and he'll want to be a star. But one day he'll be upset that I'm still an old classic Hollywood fame, famous lady. And he'll push me down a flight of stairs at the Tonys. You know, like we're about to go out and like present an award together because he's really famous and he's on the Broadway. And he's just like, mommy, it's not about you anymore. And then he pushes me down a flight of stairs and he walks out on stage and presents an award himself. And then everyone just says that I had like a heart attack backstage, but everybody saw what happened. And it's that my son killed me. So those are the things that I think about on a Wednesday. (laughs) How about you? Chris and Ray always tease me. They're like, Heather, that is what's going to happen. He's going to be like, mommy, it's not about you anymore. It's about me. I'm in the spotlight now. And I'm like, you could never be Kyle because I'll name one of my kids after my dad. And then, um, and then I'll die. So that's where I'm at. Meet me at the Beverly Center. Oh my God, y'all. I've just been on one today. I, you know what? It's because I'm alive. I'm in Pisces season. This is my moment. And I got to be honest with you. Birthdays have always sucked in my family. We're not a big birthday family. They've always been an afterthought. I was so jealous. And I talk about this when I stand up, but I was so jealous of the kids who had great birthdays. So you know what? I, I'm I'm not going to get my hopes up. And I, if y'all want to send me like a little card or something, I don't know, send it to Dear Media. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to let them get bombarded with gifts. But I am just hoping that maybe this year I um. Jeff will surprise me. Here's the deal. He listens to the podcast. I got nothing for my 10 year anniversary. I got nothing for Valentine's Day. I got some long stem roses that lasted three days in a vase. So I'm hoping for my birthday this year, like maybe he'll surprise me with something. You know what I mean? Like I'm just putting it out there. 
speaking it into existence. And um, so maybe I'm hoping that like, <laughs> he'll make my birthday really special this year. Um, again, not going to hold my pussy, not going to like get my hopes up. But Jeff, if you hear this, um, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for that gift. And I'm ready for you to make me the woman today that I want to be tomorrow. So that's what I'm saying. And if not, meet me at the Beverly Center. <laughs> Honestly, Jeff and I have really good sex. And it, it, it you know, a, a little role play, a little something. But we've never wrestled. Maybe that's what we need to get into. Maybe he and I start training a little Muay Thai and then we take the fight to the bed. Gross. I'm sorry. On that note, this episode is over because I've gotten really weird and creepy with it. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you can call into the Absolutely Not line 800-213-7503. If you're out there and you got a dead dad or a dead mom or a dead friend, hey, I'm thinking about you today, as always. Also, to my fellow Pisces, let's fucking make this month our bitch and just own it. And listen, be nice to your Pisces friends because at the end of the day, they're a touch more sensitive than you are. Love and light. Thank you for calling in. Claire, thanks for writing about me on a hate blog because guess what? Let your haters be your motivators and I'm out there going to do the Lord's work and call me when you sold out a tour. That's what's up, bitch. As always, like, click, subscribe, and you know, finger your friends. That's what's up. Have a good one. See you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Raw. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.